Everybody, there's nobody uh, on sports radio right now who's not talking about Tua. Let me turn these all down. Dan Patrick and the thing with Stephen A. Smith and then the Greenies thing, get up. And I'm sure if I turn to the others, they're all talking about it too. And understandably so, because holy shit, what a fucking, what a, what a mess, what a disaster. The guy gets, uh, the guy gets conked pretty, pretty good on, on Sunday, goes down, comes back, everything that anybody, you know, doctors and concussion experts and people who study this stuff for a living, uh, yeah, they all seem to think that during the Sunday's game, Bill's Dolphins, when, uh, yeah, they were all saying like, oh yeah, it looks, he looked to have all the signs of a concussion on Sunday. And then it's uh, you know the doc, the medical staff, and everything, and the on the on the whatever the dolphin, the, the, fuck, the fucking the fucking team that he plays for, the Miami Dolphins. Jesus Christ, I can't fucking I can't. There's there's just too much, man. I can't even think straight. Can't wait for this fucking project to be fucking over. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he's 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 concussed on Sunday, and he come. The bottom line is they fucking put him back in the game too early. Jesus Christ! And then they made him play Thursday. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what the, the words that I'm trying to get from my brain to my goddamn lips and tongue and all the other shit. So that comes out. Okay, now I got that out of my system. <sighs> Everything is just frustrating. Everything is frustrating. I just got a call from the doctor while I was trying to record this. And by the way, I'm, I'm not thrilled with the doctor anyways because it's – I actually thought for a second, hi, this is Jennifer from the doctor. Okay, hi, Jennifer. What's up? What do you, what do you need? Um, <laughs> yeah. How are you today? I'm great, Jennifer. Thanks. How about you? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I pre- what do you want? What do you call it? Just pleasantries. I don't actually care. What do you need? Are you calling to tell me – that you're going to actually do the th- shit that you've been trying to get me to do so that like you can you can call the suppliers of medical equipment to have it f- find out what their inventory looks like the thing that you like that you outsourced to me the patient to do are you going to that I haven't been able to do yet um because I fucking am, I you know calling somebody like that on the phone is one of those just like it's one of those crippling things for me. Not cra- you know, can I do it? Yes, of course. So if I could pick up the phone right now, I'd call and be like, hey, that's that's my thing. I don't know what the fuck to ask. Hi, I'm a patient and my doctor's having me do the work for them. Do you guys have CPAP machines? You do? Great. I don't actually work for my doctor. Again, I'm a patient. So let me just, can you hold one on the shelf and I'll go call my doctor whose phone number I don't know, but it's easy enough to find. Uh, and then I can call the doctor and then I can sit in a little automated service and uh, hit the different buttons and hope to get to somebody that I can talk to and then tell them, hey, this supplier has has one in stock. Could you order it for me? And then they'll say, okay. And then it's all this extra work to fucking do stuff that they could have done a month, fucking two months ago. That's what I was hoping they were calling to say. 
No, she was calling to say, hey, we reviewed, uh, we saw that you requested refills on your prescriptions. We reviewed them, and those, that's a year's worth, so you don't, I'm like, okay, so what are, what are, what are you, I don't know, I've been, I've been doing this, I've been doing this the same way since April, uh, five months now, close to half a year, even though the end of April seems like it was 10 minutes ago. It was five months ago. Uh, <laughs> and I've been doing it the same way. I go to the MyChart app. I look at my prescriptions. I say, hey, I only have a few more days left of these pills. I better get – and I do, yes, I do try to time it so that I can pick them all up at once because it's a pain in the ass to, to fucking go over there a couple times. You know, one, oh, I went last Thursday to get one and then, oh, this one's going to be done in a week and a half and then I'll go back. I try want to try and get them all in one shot so I can just go fucking over there and get it. So she tells me, yeah, well, that she's like, yeah, we've already put in the refill request. You have, you know, a year's worth of refills, so you don't need to request a refill through us. She's like, that's just between you and the you just need to call your pharmacy and do that. <laughs> and I am like, do I? Do I? I need to do some stuff instead of you guys? I get it now. So you put a year's worth of fucking refills in there so you don't have to do shit. So now I have to go over, I have to call. Excuse me, can you refill my refill? And which, look, it's it's real fucking easy. I've gone over there and they just say, yeah, give us 10 minutes and we'll get the shit for you. And it's usually less than 10 minutes. And that's it. No, is it that big of a, no, but you know, it's just nice to go on a fucking app, click, 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 refill, 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 and then I go get the fucking pills, which as you may have noticed, I haven't taken yet, and this is a good reminder, I need to take them right fucking now, because I'm flipping out about just everything, life in general, life in general is a big piece of shit, let me take this pill, hmm. There's one. Let me take the other one. This one's for my blood pressure. <laughs> what was I originally talking about? I was like, two. Here's my Ritalin. It does such a good job at helping me focus that I can't fucking put a thought together. I'm. I'm. I, when this project is done, this probably. Probably not recommended. Well, this project's done. Yeah, who are we kidding? I'm not. I'm gonna keep taking these pills forever <sighs> until I die. <clears throat> Happy Friday, every God fucking damn! I can't even fucking say a fucking thing without shit getting in my throat. Jesus fuck! This is from COVID. This is from two fucking months ago when I had fucking COVID. <laughs> And I, I, I know that for the lie, like you've been listening to her three years of me always having to clear my throat and make the Baba Booey jokes because he's always Gary Delabate, Baba Booey on Howard Stern is always being made fun of by Howard because every time he comes on the mic, he goes <clears throat> and it fucking makes Howard go crazy and understandably so because Howard doesn't do that. Robin doesn't do that. Fred, does, nobody else does that. Nobody else has to stop and go <clears throat> every single time except for Gary. Now, Gary, I can understand that too. 
that's probably more of a nervous tick because no matter what Gary does, <laughs> and he seems like a very lovely person, and obviously he has you know the on-air relationship and the off-air relationship. Clearly, there's stuff that's being put on for for the audience. Uh, otherwise, Gary wouldn't have been his producer for like the last what f- almost forty years. Unless Gary really just is an idiot and doesn't know any better and just says, I'll I'll keep coming back for more punishment, boff. (laughs) I get it, though. It's so goddamn easy and fun to make fun of him. But he seems like such a nice guy. Oh, my God. My fucking... That's the other thing, too. My fucking back. Mm. It's all stress-related. It's all just like, oh, goddamn. (laughs) <laughs> anyway. Oh god damn you. F- no, fucking I don't want you, Siri. It's like three times I hit the button. Get this watch off of me. Get this fucking piece of shit watch. I'm done with these Apple Watch bullshit things. You know what it does? It tells time. It costs hundreds of dollars and do you know what it does? The same thing that a $9 watch does. It tells you the fucking time. Oh, I hate Fridays. I hate it. Friday is always the fucking most stressful day of the week. Even though we've been doing a bunch of shit Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, suddenly everybody needs everything Friday because I don't know. The world's not going to be here on Monday when we come back from the weekend. I used to make that joke to people. I'd be like, I'd be in the fucking break room, you know, like getting a water fill, filling my water bottle. And uh, some stupid asshole would be in there and I'd be like, happy Friday. And I'd be like, yeah, happy Friday. And then sometimes I would, you know, because I'm an idiot, I would make small talk with these dipshits and be like, yeah, but isn't it crazy? You ever, you ever have those Fridays? Everybody just wants everything done. And they, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You don't know shit. You're a fucking slug. But anyway, yeah, you're good. Thank you for humoring me. And I would, I would always, I would make a joke like, yeah, you'd think, uh, you'd think the place isn't going to be here on Monday. God forbid we don't get every single thing done on Friday that could have been done at any other. And they just look at me like, huh? What's the office isn't going to be here on Monday? No, it's, it's, it's like, okay, forget it. Yeah, obviously, you can't relate to anything I'm saying because you probably sit there uh, fucking, I don't know, playing with yourself. I don't know what you do. Get out of my face. Get out of this break room. You don't belong here. (laughs) Water is for closers. (laughs) Uh, And then I'd finish filling up my water bottle and I'd go back to my desk. And I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm glad that whatever this mood is that I'm in, uh, it didn't happen until after I took the kids to school because sometimes I wake up, you know, you just wake up and you just, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Today is just going to be one of those fucking days. And, uh, and, and then there's, you know, the kids aren't ready on time. And then I say, you know, we have a departure time and I need to stick to that because it's not just you guys uh, who need to be on time for school, but I have shit that I have to do and I need to be on time for that too. And then one of them one time a couple weeks ago said, uh, you know, told me that I just need to be patient. And do you know what happened? The ensuing, uh, do you know what kind of patience ensued? That's what I'm trying to say. It just takes me, 
It just takes me four fucking tries nowadays to say words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what didn't ensue after being told that I, by my child, who it's a luxury that they get to be taken to school in this nice car every morning. And it's a luxury that somebody who doesn't actually otherwise need to wake up that fucking early wakes up that fucking early to get them ready, to take them to school. So when I'm told to be patient in the midst of my daily courtesy drive, the courtesy shuttle to the school express one-way, non-stop... What am I fucking trying to say? Non-stop? Yeah. Holy shit, man. Non-stop express shuttle to the school. I guess I get a little worked up when, when the passenger who gets the free shuttle to school, the free limo ride every day, tells me to be patient. <laughs> When I have made it clear every day for the last 380 days or so, here's the time we leave. We need to leave at this time. And if we are not ready to go at this time, I won't be super duper happy about it. I'm otherwise a pretty whatever. I'm with when it comes to my kids. I don't I used to yell at them all the time when they were really little. I yelled at them all the time. It was just and it was a product of a number of different things that just were oh, it was very frustrating. Uh and uh and I don't I really don't yell at them anymore. You know, occasionally if one of them is just being a dick to the other one and the other one's trying to ask the other one to stop being a dick and the other one keeps being a dick, I'm I will I tend to interject because it's just driving me. You know, I'll be like, "Stop, both, just both of you, just get the fuck away from each other." But other than that, it's like I don't yell at my kids, except in the morning if we're not walking out the door at the time that I have designated as the departure time, because old Daddy O needs to get going on his stuff. And uh, I what am I even? What's the point of any of what I'm talking about? This is just this just keeps happening because I my brain just keeps going to other shit. I don't know. Who knows? It's, this has been every fucking day. There are so many podcasts that have just delete, delete, delete because they fucking suck. And this is another one. But I'm gonna post it anyways because I think. I know how much I enjoy hearing people melt down and flip out and yell. <laughs> and I, I, I can't be the only one. <laughs> I love it when it's not me. And so I will be posting this because you get to fucking a live melt or close to a live meltdown or whatever the hell you fucking want to call it. Hey, look, I walked away for what, 30 seconds? Look at all these emails. Isn't it great? Isn't life just so sweet? emails and computer screens and fucking status reports and spreadsheets it's just like this is what i i always as a little kid i would just sit there and dream about like i hope i just get to sit in one spot 
for like my whole life on my fat ass and answering email after email after email and attending meeting after meeting after meeting and not having time to do anything and then get to the end of the day and then I start all the work and then I'm up until midnight doing the fucking work and then I get to get up the next morning and take the fucking kids to school and have them yell at me and tell me to be patient because they're not ready. Oh, I hope I get to live out that dream. <laughs> no, today it's, it's all good because, I, you know, they're, they're not deliberately, you know, the kids aren't trying to be dicks. Like sometimes they're just, man, and I totally, I totally get it because uh, <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't want to go to school either. And I love, I enjoyed school. For the most part, elementary school, no, I hated that. Uh, but, but you know, even in elementary school, I hated. I still, like, oh, I'm going to see my friends, so it's, like, not that bad. It's fun. I just hated, I just, you know, it's funny. I didn't like being a kid. I just thought it was stupid. Like, I thought that, like, shit that kids are into is just dumb. And, uh, <laughs> and I still think that. And that's why I'm, I'm actually... You know, most people get very, very sad when their kids leave elementary school. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so fucking happy that I never have to have anything to do with that place ever again. Not because it's it's a fucking wonderful school. Teachers are above and beyond anything that I, I mean. It's just unbelievable how good that school is, that elementary school of theirs, and how great you know all the people there. Just so nice, so helpful, so smart. You know the teachers and. You can't say enough good things about the place. It's just tremendous. And also, after like after like so many years, it's like, oh my god, I can't. I just don't want any, you know, little kid. I just, I'm just not like into little kid stuff. And uh, I don't know. I don't want. I guess I after a certain point, it just like it, it makes my blood boil seeing like a. You know, a math paper that has little, like, cartoon bees on it or something. You know, some stupid shit just to cutesy it up for the... I hate that. Oh, my God. Boy, I... Yeah, I I was... I don't know. I don't know. I was born a... I was born a miserable adult and I was stuck in a child's body (laughs) for a long time. Although, despite all that... I didn't actually have any dreams of like, oh, I'm going to sit and do spreadsheets and I'll do reporting and data. Oh, my God. And I get to talk about it. And then people who are dumber than me but are in like senior level positions get to ask me all kinds of idiot questions. And no matter, no amount of explaining can help. And yeah, this will be a fun, it's going to be a fun journey. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I don't even know what the fuck. <sighs> the doctor, yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, you don't need to ask us for the refills because you've got a year's worth, you know, so you won't need to do anything until that's up. You just need to call, <laughs> you just need to call your pharmacist and make sure that I'm like, oh, I see. So you are you have really just streamlined this whole goddamn uh, doctor's office thing to where you got the patients just doing everything for you. You've automated your prescription stuff, so like <laughs> you don't have to call the fucking pharmacy anymore. That's just me. I which I I do understand. 
Because that would be a whole – There would you would probably need to have a designated person to just sit there calling the pharmacy all day. Mm, maybe. Uh, you know, and we as a society are not – we're not becoming less dependent on medication. <laughs> not anytime soon. Uh, but it's just like between that and the fucking CPAP, which by the way, I'm sleeping great these days. I mean, not really, but – I'm I'm sleeping, sorta. I just I can't envision that if I had some kind of goddamn mask over my face that I'm suddenly gonna be like having the best night of sleep ever. I maybe prove me wrong. Of course, I don't know. I may never. I think I'm just gonna get a fucking CPAP off of eBay. My mom has one that she's never used or what. I don't know. Obviously, she wouldn't send me the mask, but the machine itself, and then I would just get my own mask. You know, the little hose and all that. Uh, you know, clean it a bit, but, or maybe she hasn't even used, I can't remember. And I saw some commercial for some little thing that's like, oh, that looks, you know, it's like the alternative to a CPAP machine. It's like, I don't know. It just does, does the same fucking thing. It's just, a, it just it's oxygen. That's, but I don't know, man. I would love to believe that that's going to suddenly make me not be exhausted at all hours of the day and not be a fucking uh, miserable pile of shit <laughs> all day long. I would like to believe that. I hope it's true. And we'll find out. God fucking damn it. Why don't these people who make these fucking protein shakes make a container that doesn't leak? Never, ever do these containers not leak. They don't leak when it's closed, but as soon as you open it, it leaks. So let me come and get a glass. Let me put this down for a sec. Put a glass on the table. Counter, whatever the fuck. Pour the thing. You know, before, that's the other thing. Before, a few months ago, I wasn't doing, nope, there was no caffeine intake. I'll tell you one thing that felt good in life was from 2018... Until, I don't know, six months ago, seven months, I don't even know. Um, not having any caffeine at all. That's when I was really sleeping well. No headaches, no nothing. Although I haven't really gotten headaches. Now that I've said that, I'm definitely going to get a headache. Probably a big migraine tomorrow because the, oh, the pressure is going to change and the fucking hurricane remnants are going to move through here and it's going to be rainy and it's going to be cold. I will, I, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lovely, lovely day. Mm. I just put two, two cafe latte protein shakes into this glass bad idea but i need something because i'm a uh, fucking miserable this morning i'm a fucking pile of no oh, fuck yeah, i almost spilled it oh but i i feel like this makes for a good podcast because it is true i mean like i love to hear when people melt down I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy when that shit happens to others. What happens to me? I don't even, I don't even care. It's almost like, hey, it's it. The sad part is that having this meltdown right now is so different from the last few days. Also, I don't even know why I'm having a meltdown. I'm just, it's, it's not really a meltdown, but I am sitting here screaming at the phone from time to time. 
which is an even sadder thing because I'm I'm all alone. Well, and Toby the cat is here. Aren't you, Toby? And look at him. The bastard, all of this shit, all of this shit, this bastard is sound asleep. He's sleeping like a fucking, like a cat. You know, that's what they, they say, sleeping like a baby. Yeah, right. A fucking baby, you... If you if you blink too loud, the baby will wake up and start screaming. Cats. I'm I'm running back and forth, screaming and yelling, spilling shit, throwing my watch. <laughs> and this cat has slept through all of it. I hope he's still alive, right? Let me see. Yep, okay. His his little his little cat body's going up and down. He's breathing. <laughs> That little prick is just sound asleep. Good for him. God, that's the life, right? Like, as long as you're not in an abusive house or, like, you know, bad stuff. Being a cat, that's, how great is that? What is your purpose in life? Nothing. You have no purpose other than to just be, like, cute and furry and and then just, you know, you wait for some food to show up. You wait for a little water to show up. You wait for somebody to come over and pet you. If you don't like it, you can bite them. And that's totally that's totally within reason. You can scratch and bite them if they if you want to be left alone and they the human will be like, okay, I'm sorry. And then yeah, and then they'll apologize to you. Talk about abusive relationship. It's it's the the, 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 the roles are reversed. Cat I go, to, I go to just pet the cat and be gentle, and then he takes a swipe at me or the kids or any. If he's not in the mood, sometimes he wants to be all day long, just pet me, all that shit. And then other times you can, you can already tell because they're in that sort of stance, that sort of hostile, like, listen, man, not, not in the mood for it. Don't fucking touch me. And it doesn't happen often. You know what it happens? It happens when the cat's sitting on the little the scratching tower thing. And that makes sense because we were talking about it like, yeah, if Toby's on a bed or on a, a chair somewhere or just whatever, you can pet him and he doesn't give a shit. He's very happy. because he. But he also knows like all of those things have our scent on them because we've been sitting on those chairs and lying on those beds and couches and everything else long before he was here. And uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, I, this this has their scent, but I, I'm going to use it. And uh, Cool. This cat tower obviously didn't come into this place until we got a cat. And then my wife rather brilliantly put, because uh, the cat wasn't going anywhere near this big, huge cat tower, that I said, well, what the fuck do we have this for then? And then... Uh, yeah, and then my wife said, oh, I know. And then she put catnip throughout the, the little cat tower, and now he goes up there. But, you know, between the catnip and just being territorial, this cat tower does not belong to me or the kids or the wife. It doesn't belong to us. This is his. So if he's lying there and we go to try and, you know, give him a little pet pet. Now, sometimes he – most of the time he does he does just sit there on the tower and it's all good, but – then he'll, but he'll, that's, that's the chance that, uh, he'll take a swipe at you 
as if you're petting him while he's on the cat tower. But imagine that, though. This cat does whatever the fuck he wants. He sleeps uh, like 23 hours a day. (laughs) He eats the rest of the time. And then if there's a little time in between that, he's sitting there uh, being scratched and petted and uh, oohed and odd and coddled and everything. And yet, if he doesn't like it, he'll take a shot at you. And you'll say, okay, I guess I deserved that for petting you at an Eden that time that was inconvenient for you. I'm sorry, cat. And now you're apologizing. For what? Anyway. Uh, I'm just, oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. Anyway, I, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, the Tua thing, I guess, is what I was trying to talk about. This guy gets fucking injured, uh, what, Sunday? Clearly has a concussion. All the concussion experts, doctors, people, everybody's like, yeah, that was a concussion. And then he keeps playing Sunday. And then the game is Thursday. It's not even a week later. Four days later, he's out there playing again. And that, man, watching him get thrown to the ground when he, when he uh, you know, the, the, that final sack before he was carted off the field. Oh, man, that is tough. Like, watching it in slow motion... It's like, oh, that doesn't look that bad. Um, what the fuck is this? Anyway, uh, you, you watch it in, you know live, and I, I didn't see it actually happen live. I had the game on. I was doing work, of course. <laughs> um, but I, I looked down. I saw when all when he was being carted off and everything, and uh, and then Bridgewater came out and finished the game. Uh. Yeah, you watch that in real time. Oh, that's just a hard hit. And then to watch his fingers all fold up, and that's like a neurological thing that when you're concussed and his fingers, he looks like he's, I mean, it's, oh, God, it's like, ooh, what, what's this? And uh, and he gets carted off the field. And obviously everybody this morning is making fun of the doc, you know, like it shows a picture. There's like memes of people with just horrible, horrible injuries. And it's like, oh, it's just a scratch. Oh, no, no. You know, some boxer with, like, a giant lump on his face from being punched in the boxing ring. And they're like, <laughs> for, you know, oh, he has a back injury, <laughs> which is what they were also saying about Tua. Like, all the stuff that was happening to him, you know, Sunday when he came back out and he's kind of, like, you know, a little wobbly. He kind of falls down a little bit. And it's like, dude, get him off the field. He should not be out there in any way. It's like, oh, it's just that's that's a back injury. That happens during back injuries, you see. Oh, does it really? Because my back is uh, hurting all the time, and I've never, I have fallen down a few times because my back has hurt so bad. But uh, even if that was the case, even if it was just his back, why is he out there playing football? If you're, if any piece of you is so injured, whether it's your head or your neck or your back or your fucking toenails, if you're so injured that you're like falling, you can't stand up straight, you should not be playing. That's a very obvious statement. Well, to some of us, it's a very obvious statement. Unless you're a medical professional working for the Miami fucking Dolphins. Then it's like, yeah, he's good. He's shake it off. He's got the little Tweety birds flying around his head. That's okay. Just throw the ball towards the the middle Tweety bird. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
And it's it is it's just like, dude, you 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 only you only live once. It is true. You you die and then that's it. So I'll tell you what, man. Fuck that. Fuck football. Fuck you out there and play. You play for the coach. I know I know that's not what to it sounds like, but it's just like that. Ugh. And then you really you kind of step back and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like the most popular sport in America to watch, the most popular <laughs> pastime uh, is this thing, uh, is this game, which I do love to watch. And it's like a thing where people could get so severely injured that an ambulance has to come out on the middle of the playing field or a stretcher and doctors and you have to be carted out. Like that's, it's just like, holy shit. You don't see that in golf. <laughs> Unless somebody gets, I guess if you get hit in the head with a ball. Phone found in the Charles. Oh, that's nice. And the guy's like, hey, I got your phone. Hmm. It's nice. It's almost 11 o'clock. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is like very, I think because today was supposed to have been the final day of my initial contract because the project was supposed to be done a month and a half ago and now oh my god look at all those phones that dude just found all those phones in the charles river he just goes skimming for phones i don't well you talk about having the dumbest hobbies in the world hey i found your phone well guess what jackass they by now they probably have a new phone but thank you for Pulling all the phones out of the fucking river. What do you, what do, you do? Anyway, um, my contract now ends on November eighteenth, which seems like it's a million years from now. You know the difference between like, all right, what's this? September thirtieth, November eighteenth. So it's a month, just under two months. The difference. Like when you say it's if it's June thirtieth and you say okay your contract's gonna end on August eighteenth I'm like oh okay that's that's soon because like June thirtieth is probably a hot summer day and August eighteenth is probably also a hot summer's day and it all kind of feels the same and it all sort of you know it's it's and and then summer goes quick because we don't have a lot of summer up here and what we do have does not last for very long. As evidenced by the fact that I used my remote starter for the first time this year, uh, this morning, September 30th. I don't know the last time I used it. Probably April, I would say. Maybe even maybe even May. I don't know. Been a while, but I used it this morning. Still haven't put the – well, that's not true. I was going to say we haven't put the heat on. I did put the heat on Saturday, last Saturday. And we had the windows open. It was so cold. It was just fucking frigid. And then I put the heat on for like a couple minutes and it got to be so goddamn hot I couldn't stand it. So I guess technically last Saturday was, uh, what's that, September 24th maybe? Uh, that was our first day of putting the heat on. Today, September 3rd. So all the stuff that usually, like last year, most years I try to make it to November 1st before we touch the heat. And it usually we usually can go that far. Because a lot of these fucking... October's 
at least in the seven years, this is our 8th October here, right? 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, eight. We This is our 8th autumn. Our 8th uh, October. Soon to be our 8th Halloween in the southern New Hampshire, greater Boston area. And I have a lot of memories of a lot of late October days being hot and humid from just the Halloween was on a Sunday last year. It was like 60 something. It was humid. It was like a little rainy, but it was dry for trick or treating. It was, it was downright balmy. Um, which is, I mean, the year before that on Halloween, there was snow on the ground and not many people were out trick or treating, but we sure as hell were. Cause I am not missing, even though it was 2020 and it was a pandemic and a lot of people skipped Halloween. Uh, uh-uh, not, not this family. You only get so many of those with your kids. And my kids, 6th and 7th graders, are going to go trick-or-treating this year, and they're okay to go with us, and they're, they want to be Ghostbusters, and they want Toby to dress as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which everybody is fully aware of the fact that there's no chance that that cat would even put the fucking hat on his head, let alone a marshmallow costume. But it's a cute thought. Um and we're not taking him with us trick-or-treating anyways. So, yeah, the kids are going to be Ghostbusters, which I think is really awesome. I think, boy, maybe I'll be a, maybe I'll be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> that would be kind of neat. Get a proton pack. I would love that. Anyway, uh, 2019, I remember that very well because Halloween was on a Thursday. I had the air conditioner blasting. And... We went to Boston. We went to Beacon Hill. It was hot. It was windy, but it was warm. It was a perfect. It was just great. And everything looked so cool because it was so windy. So Halloween decorations that were in the trees and little like, you know, witches and things floating around. It just looked neat. And all the, you know, most of the leaves were either off the trees or they were bright colors. And it's just like, God damn, how do you? You can't you can't live this close to a place like that that has that kind of trick or treating and not go when the opportunity presents itself. Um, frankly, I'd rather just do that all the time because I'm fucking sick of the neighborhood that we do go trick or treating in. Although it has some, you know, it used to be better. It used to have better stuff. It's still good. Everybody's nice. Everybody's it's fun. But I, you know, October, I just, uh, it, used to, I, it used to be cool and crisp in autumn, and now it's just like it's been very warm and humid. To la- but but this year seems like, wow, we've got, unless, you know, we could be in that false fall thing. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, but the, the forecast for the next few days has a lot of, has a lot of cool, ten- like after today's high is in the 60s, I think. And then the high temperature is off like 50s for the next week, which is not the norm, at least not for the last several years. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we put the, put the remote starter on this morning so the car was nice and warm. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm sure I started a thought. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think straight. It's just uh, that's the way it is. Because all I'm doing as I'm I'm talking and my mind is elsewhere at all times. And, uh, oh, well, it's what the fuck was I talking about? 
Right, right, right. The weather, the the fact that June 30th to the middle of August <clears throat> seems really close. Like going from June, the last day of June to the middle of August is like 10 minutes because it's the hottest time of the year and it just, uh, you know, there aren't many hot times. And so, and, and that's all I'm saying. The difference between September 30th and the middle of November is huge because like... Okay, June 30th, what is the sunset at like 8:30? And then August 15th is I don't know, 7:30. Eh, you know, it's a I guess that's a pretty big difference, but not that good. The temperature is probably the same. The weather on June 30th, the weather on August 18th is probably about the same. Daylight looks pretty much the same. Eh. Uh And the difference between September 30th when this what's the sun setting at like I don't know, 6:30, 7 Something like that. I don't even know. Alexa, what time does the sun set today? Sunset in Nashua will be at 628. 628. There you go. All right. 630. And then November 18th, the sun's going to set at like uh, noon. So this is... And the difference between now, I mean, you've got full leaves on the trees... Most are still green. There's certainly, uh, just in the last week with the colder temps and some of the rain that we've had and all all those elements that you need to have a little bit of color changing on the tree. You've got that. There's some, there's some oranges and reds and all the yellows and all the usual bullshit. There's not much as I'm looking out the window. Little, little hints of it mostly. Um, and then some areas more than others. But right now, it even now, you know, if you were standing uh, not near the leaves that are that are turning color, if you just had, if you took a picture in front of a green, you know, a tree, you got green grass, you got mostly green leaves on the tree. Even September thirtieth, if you looked at a picture taken today and looked at a picture taken on June thirtieth, not a huge, huge difference. That's three fuck. That's three fucking months. But in a month and a half from now, in November. Middle of November, there's going to be on November 18th, let's say, there's going to be no leaves on the trees. You're going to have your coat at the ready. You might not need it every single day, but you're going to probably need it in the morning or at night if you go out. Heat's going to be on, no leaves, sun sets at like 4.30. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, it's ridiculous how different. So that's why November 18th just seems like it's... Uh, and it's like oh, November 18th is like six days before Thanksgiving. Thinking about Thanksgiving, it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas feel like they're so far off. But they're not. June 30th seems like yesterday. That was three months ago. Three, uh, three months from today. <laughs> three months from tomorrow is New Year's Eve. <laughs> like that is kind of crazy, I think. I don't know why I think that. It happens every goddamn year, the same shit. The sun sets at the time and the leaves do this and the temperature does that and it all happens again and again and again and we act surprised. Can you believe how dark it is so early? Yeah, because it happened last year and it's going to happen next year and it's going to happen until the fucking, you know, the lights go out for good. But anyways, um, that was my only point, I guess, was that like I think I'm just in the weird mode of for so for basically for the last uh 11 months and change uh 
because I started on October 4th. I left my last job one year ago tomorrow. October 1st was on a Friday. That was my last day. And then Monday, October 4th, I went into the office for the first time since March of 2020. And uh, got my computer, you know, new computer, all, uh, you know, updated and everything, all the, you know, imaged properly, all that bullshit. And um, A, I can't believe that's already been a year. B, it was a, you know, started as a one-year contract, which ends today. And C, (laughs) I don't know what C is, but anyways... I, I, the whole point is I was I was kind of you know as as we're sort of racing towards today I had I had spent much of the last year uh, looking at this date with great anticipation right like ah September thirtieth is going to be so great because we still like I said we have camping reservations this weekend we're not we're not going camping I got work today I'm going to work today and I know I'm going to do some work if I don't do work Saturday I'm going to do it Sunday. And chances are pretty good that I'm going to do some work on both days uh, to get ready for what is going to be an extraordinarily busy two weeks, probably busy in ways that as busy as I have been for the last 12 months, and particularly since January 1st, uh, I think the next two weeks are going <laughs> to put all of that to shame uh, pretty much beginning uh, you know Monday, Tuesday next week where I will be I think I'll be I'll be working from home probably Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday through you know whatever I'll be going in and oh okay real quick here we go uh, Boston area green yeah foliage report you got peak uh, way up by Canada like way up in the Pittsburgh area where we would go low color yeah yeah from right about here. Central Massachusetts, up through Central Maine, and New Hampshire. Up in the mountains, it's like moderate. Uh, yeah, Burling, up in yeah northern Vermont and Maine and New Hampshire, you've got like peak foliage. And then on the coast, you've got really not much color to speak of. Looks like New York, uh, aside from Long Island and downstate, is starting to get a little bit of color too. Very similar. I mean, yeah. New York upstate is about the same as where I am right now. Um, and then way up in the Adirondacks, they're getting some moderate color, just like the most of New Hampshire's mountains and Vermont. And, uh, yeah, as always, Boston and the, the coastal areas will be a, a few weeks behind, which is kind of nice because we're, you know, growing up pretty much by the time you get to Halloween, that was it. You didn't have a lot of leaves on the tree. I always thought it was cool, but also like, oh, I wish – because, you know, having no leaves on the trees. I, I love when the leaves are completely off the trees. I, I love the look of uh, just trees – just seeing tree branches. And particularly when it's – yeah, when it's around Halloween time, you know, and you could – there's just a couple of those little leaves just sort of floating in the wind, blowing in the wind, and the moonlight in the background. I love it. I love it. And I love just kind of a gloomy day. And I, I love that early November because the grass is still green for a little while throughout the you know parts of November. And there's something about that where it's like if it's kind of a gloomy, cloudy day and you've got no leaves on the trees and the lawn has been – yeah, I mean it, when the leaves are on the ground, that's – you know, that looks very – 
fall-like, but when the leaves are in piles in the front of the driveway and then the grass is really green and it's kind of a gloomy day and it's just it's no leaves. I just love that. Or if it's a really sunny day, it's very pretty, like bright green grass and then dead, dead-ass tree branches with no leaves on it. Um, but I also was like, I always thought like, yeah, it'd be nice to have some foliage when we're out trick-or-treating. Uh, and then we did have that in North Carolina. That's kind of, that's kind of when the leaves are just starting to peak, uh, right around Halloween. And they have, they still have some color, uh, really like through thing. I mean, we've been, yeah, Thanksgiving, uh, it's not unusual to have a nice Thanksgiving meal where you look outside and there's bright, colorful leaves on the trees. And then, and then by about the, you know, the end of November, beginning of December down there, they're pretty much gone off the trees. Uh, but being a little bit closer to the coast is kind of nice because Nashua, the, the foliage pattern schedule, pretty much the same as, uh, as where I grew up. Uh, cause we were similarly in a, you know, cold, whatever climate you want to call it, same, same climate. Uh, and then just a, a short drive away from being into the, the mountains and the, the North country. Similarly here, you know, Na- Nashua ain't the mountains by any means, uh, hills and stuff. You can see the mountains off in the distance and then you just drive a little ways North or West or Northwest or whatever. Um, and you'd be up in the mountains and, uh, but this is neat because where I grew up in New York is nowhere near any uh, ocean. And the, the closest beaches, uh, closest oceans would be the ones that near near here. Um, so it's kind of cool to have uh, like the Boston area and the coast where, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a few weeks and maybe even, you know, sometimes close to a month behind everything else. I mean, you could literally like on my commute to and from work, I would see you could see the leaves change like as you're driving you know driving from new hampshire to boston you can see the leaves going from colorful to green and then driving home from green to colorful and then you know no leaves on the trees to oh they're very bright and colorful here in the boston area because they're still they still have leaves on the trees and then yeah well into november sometimes you'll see that you'll see the leaves sticking around even here too even in nashua there's been some, you know, the first week or two of November, you still have some pretty, some pretty colors. If it's a late, uh, if it's a late foliage, I just love to track the foliage. Anyway, uh, <laughs> whatever my original point was, um, yeah, I think I think it's just the burnout of like, all right, just got to make it. You know, all year we're like, all right, just got to make it to September 30th, and then I'm gonna take a little break. I'm going to take maybe a couple weeks off. Maybe the month of October I will take off. And then when we get to November, I'll be back and uh, and ready to go. But uh, obviously that's changed. And today is not the end of, <laughs> of the contract, which is also good because, uh, yeah, having a paycheck is, a, is an okay thing. And uh, it looks like I may have some stuff lined up uh, after November 18th. But my my thing is, like, I... After November 18th, I need two weeks off. And that would be ideal because that would go through Thanksgiving and the following week, you know, get to rest a little bit, really enjoy the holiday without having to have stuff to do. And then if I end up where I think I'm going to end up, that would be nice to start in the, you know, beginning of December 
and have two or three weeks to kind of get acclimated to the, whatever the new team is and all that stuff. And then, but not really get too crazy stressed out because, you know, people are starting to take vacations. And then the whole company takes the week off for Christmas. So that that would be probably, uh, I've started, as you know, this past year was the first time since uh, 2017, 2018, uh, you know, December to January. This year was the first time that I didn't have a new job beginning on January 2nd or beginning on that first that first business day after the holidays, uh, which was always a little, yeah, in 2019, new job after New Year's. Uh, 2020, new job right after New Year's. 2021, new job right after New Year's. And it made, I mean, it was nice to leave the old job just before Christmas and not have to worry about that job. But then you still spend the vacation. It's, it's, it's almost just as stressful or it could be more stressful when you're trying to like, oh gosh, what's it going to be like? What's, what are the people going to be like? What's the job going to be like? And you're spending the whole Christmas time worrying about that. Last year, I spent the Christmas vacation just working, <laughs> which sucked, but it makes for a much less stressful return uh, on that first day of the year because it's like, oh, I was just uh, three days ago. I was just doing, I was just working here anyways. Um, so if I'm able to get wrap things up on the 18th of November, have a, at least a week off, if not two, would be lovely. And then start something up, uh, yeah, right around the 1st of December or, or thereabouts. And uh, yeah, have two, three weeks uh, on the job there, getting uh, kind of, you know, get a little time to get acclimated uh, and all that stuff, and then have some nice quality time off for the holidays and then come back in January and whatever. <laughs> and then whatever, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's a little, I, I had big, I had big dreams of what was going to happen in these next two weeks. Uh, and uh, what is actually going to happen in the next two weeks is literally the opposite of what I had envisioned because obviously I is today is not the last day. <laughs> It's the last day of uh, things not being super duper crazy until they start to get really, really crazy for the next two weeks versus what I was originally planning was, ah, it's the end of the craziness and I'm going to take two weeks off and just do whatever the fuck I want to. Uh, not not quite there yet, but uh, I seem to have had some caffeine, probably a little bit too much. Uh, had a little, uh, whatever, meetings and stuff. And now it's, it's lunchtime. I started this 55 minutes almost. Well, it's really, it's 55 minutes, but it's been like three plus hours. Cause I started recording, uh, in that eight o'clock hour, that, that pre-work kind of nice, uh, Hey, let's just get, Let's not get too crazy yet. Let's just enjoy an hour of just relaxation time before 9 o'clock before we get into it and get slammed. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock, I was not done with this podcast. <laughs> and work began in some meetings, and now it's lunchtime that I'm resuming this podcast and, uh, and about to finish up so I can go eat. But uh, I'm definitely – you may notice a change uh, in the last uh, I don't know how many minutes – uh, where I'm not, I'm not yelling and screaming anymore. And it's because I had about three hours to just 
sit down and just do work two and a half hours, three hours, whatever it's been, uh, to just sit and do work and, uh, and have some meetings and just kind of, you know, get some shit done. And as sad as it is to say this, sometimes I'm flipping out for no good reason and just sitting down and getting some work done, uh, and then taking inventory of everything that needs to be done and everything that has been done and everything that can needs to be done today versus can wait for tomorrow versus can wait till Monday, whatever. That's the kind of shit that, that, uh, makes me calm down a little bit. And the caffeine, not the caffeine ain't calming me down as you can hear because my mouth, my, my words are just going like this a mile a minute. But, uh, what I can tell you is I am not as angry as I was when I, the first part of this podcast, which was at eight something in the morning. And I thought I would be a little more relaxed because I went to the car wash, which always relaxes me (laughs) and I got gas, but you know what? Annoying shit happened, uh, on the way taking the kids to school. Some asshole was riding my ass and, you know, I was getting off the highway into the exit lane and this asshole tried to go around me before we got to the dotted line. It was still the solid line and uh, I would not allow that to happen. And then she tried going around me and I also wouldn't allow that to happen because fuck you because <laughs> I'm a child and my kids are in the back seat, like Jesus and my oldest reminded me, like, don't you do that? Like, all the time you, you go over the solid line. I'm like, yeah, but it's different. How is it different? That's that's me doing it to other people. Now it's being done to me, and I don't like that. My kids are like, oh, my God. And I think my oldest said something like, you're such a prick. <laughs> oh, guilty as charged. Uh <laughs> But it was a good drive. It was a good drive into work. I don't remember what we 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 had some laughs. It was all all good fun. And uh, and then on the way, it was just yeah, people. Just everything annoys me. It's 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 all a me problem. If I could just be that person who could just sit in like the right lane, my wife does this, and she is so much just a less. The personalities are different. And my youngest daughter is more like my wife. Nothing. I I don't know if I've ever seen my young, my daughter get upset. My 11-year-old. Like, I mean, yes, I've, of course, seen her get upset and stuff bothers her and she does get, you know. But she doesn't flip out like my, my 12-year-old and I do. And, yeah, that doesn't mean they don't get angry. My wife gets angry. My wife gets upset. Uh, certainly she has yelled at the kids. But it's not one of those things where every single thing gets her worked up. She can drive on a highway and pick the speed limit that she wants to go. Usually it's it's right at or slightly above whatever the posted speed limit is. And she just says, this is what I'm going to go. I'm going uh, the speed limit 65. I'm going to go 70. I'm going to keep a pace with the traffic, but I, that's it. If people pass me, I don't care. If I'm not the fastest car on the road, I don't care because the difference is probably going to be a matter of seconds between me going my speed and some knucklehead going 95 and we're going to get off the exit and he's you know maybe going to be like two cars ahead of me at the same red light. And that's the right approach. And I am not mature enough to be there quite yet. I am I'm in a race with everybody 
And if anyone even dares to cut me off, and not even when I say cut me off, I mean get in front of me, even if it's <laughs> even if it's a quarter of a mile ahead. Like, how dare you try to go faster than me? I'm just I'm just a fucking child. I'm a fucking child. And I the things that get me worked up, it's really just me. If I could just be a fucking oh and also you did hear me uh live taking my pills that has certainly made a big difference too uh it takes about a half an hour to an hour for those babies to kick in and you heard me taking them and shortly thereafter i am like i'm not as i guess that's the difference and i talk about like hey maybe when this project's done i could just be done with all the pills and not so fast my friend (laughs) This project ending only means that the project ends. It doesn't mean that you suddenly become a brand new person. And so I will continue with my medications until such time when I can uh, find ways to uh, deal with things uh, not you, by not using a little bottle of pills that I get at the pharmacy. Anyway, so all that shit is making me – I'm feeling pretty good right now. And it's lunchtime. It's Friday. I'm not super pumped up about this weekend because I kind of I kind of know what it's going to look like. And then next weekend is like one of my favorite weekends of the year typically. Next weekend is uh you know what was once called Columbus Day. Indigenous I, I much prefer Indigenous Peoples Day over Columbus Day except for the fact that that's a lot more syllables. I wish we could have some you know something like we could have even called it like fuck Columbus Day. <laughs> uh cuz yeah, he was kind of a piece of shit. Uh he's had a lot of things named after him. Probably shouldn't be. Uh he didn't discover a goddamn thing, but anyway, he's he's got his name on a lot of stuff. Uh but but in any event, it's just that nice weekend, you know, right there in October. Uh, when the leaves are in a lot of places at their peak, particularly up in the mountains, it's just a great weekend of, you know, it's, what do you think of? You think of that weekend and uh, whatever you want to call it, it's a nice weekend in October where a lot of people are going on drives in the mountains, looking at the foliage, peeping those leaves, picking those apples, getting their pumpkins, going to the farm, putting on a little sweater you know, it's just that's that's what the weekend and having three glorious days of uh, of enjoying the fall, enjoying the weather, enjoying a, a cider donut or 12, uh, enjoying a whole bunch of football games, being able to watch a whole day of football on Sunday and then not having to worry about, oh, damn it, I love Sunday football, but tomorrow's Monday already. Well, it is true, tomorrow is Monday, but it's not a day that uh, that work has to have. It's just a great, like, that weekend is just a great weekend. Well, I will, <laughs> I will be working at the office <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Basically, you know, with the exception of Saturday, next weekend, Saturday of Columbia, or whatever you want to call it. Indigenous peoples. Okay, well, I guess I'm, I guess the pills, uh, <laughs> I guess I had about two solid hours of the pills working, and now I'm back to being upset. 
Oh, God damn it. Um, yeah, so Columbus Day, Indigenous People, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that'll be not such a fun weekend because it'll be, it'll be working, a working weekend, with the exception of Saturday. I don't believe I have to do much of anything on Saturday. And if I do, I can do it from home and not have to go to the office. And Saturday night will be fun. We're, the kids and I are going to go to a Bruins preseason game. Uh, you know, it's fun, except for the fact that <laughs> when I originally bought these tickets, uh, it was a Saturday night and not a, uh, not a work night, but in this case, it will be a work night. So we'll get home f- fairly late and then I'll get up fairly early the next day to do work. And I, it's just, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun anyways. All right. An hour and four, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Time to go. Uh, Stocked up on taffy for the weekend, which is nice. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you about this stuff. <laughs> Wanna quick. Wanna, W-A-N-A. These are just the best of the best. And there's a flavor called Massachusetts Sunrise, which I assume maybe that's like a local regional cocktail because it's like orange and cherry kind of citrusy but it's really tasty and there's a strawberry margarita there's limoncello there's sour blueberry there's peach bellini uh there's all these different kind look at this cat he's still you're just a sleepy boy aren't you sleeping away oh my god you're so cute you're so sweet are you purring can you purr for the people Oh, he's such a good boy. He's so, he's just, he's so goddamn. I have never, I mean, I had two cats growing up and lots of friends with cats and lots of relatives with cats. There are a lot of cats. I've, I've petted my fair share of, (laughs) I've petted my fair share of pussy in the, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I've petted a lot of cats in my day. I've never, I've never seen anyone as soft as this Toby character. His fur is just, it's so soft. He's so just, I, I don't know. And I just love him. I just love him. Uh, anyway, what is this? Oh, okay. Okay. Please communicate to, yeah, very good, very good. Uh, yeah, work stuff, work stuff. He's just such a nice cat. He's such a good little boy. Anyways, these like this is kind of become like the only thing that I that I want as far as a uh, as far as you know taffy and stuff goes. Other things that peanut butter Buddha is really tasty. It just it's too much of a sleepy effect. It doesn't it doesn't give me the fun laughs like I want. And these these shits are you know there's a little they're sugary. Um, and they, you know, they just, they, it's fun. I just feel, I just feel like I'm, uh, in a, it's fun times on these wanna. <laughs> so I went to, uh, went to the one of, uh, Uma flowers and, uh, and stocked up the other night, uh, on the way home from the office. Uh, and yeah, it's a good, it's a good little, pl- it's a, it's a nice, cause the, the, the shop, the, uh, the, the taffy store, if you will, down the road from me 
has all that stuff. It's a very nice, it's very, you know, it's a new building. It's very modern. It's, uh, you know, it's got the big ceilings. It's very pretty. And, uh, and it's the same thing. You go, you know, you scan the ID, then they let you, then they unlock the door, they let you in. And, uh, and then you just wait in line to pick up your shit. Or they have little kiosks where you can go on the computer and you can select what you want and then get in line and get it. Uh, and then they have a whole bank of ATMs. <laughs> and it's all good. Uh, but this place I like. Uh, it's a uh, my wife's friend's daughter works there or manages it or owns it or something. And... Uh, She's very sweet, so it's nice to give them a little, little bit of business. But it's just a, it's so much of a more like a mom and pop kind of feel to it, where the place that we go right down the road, I mean, that's on the state line basically. So you've got just sometimes it's just a line snaking around to get in. Not often because they do they try to schedule the pickup times and stagger and all that stuff. Uh, but it's uh it's always very busy. The parking lot is always jam packed, um, and it's but it's a quick you know you're you're still in and out even when the line is snaking around the the the, the front. It's it's still very quick. And this place, I've never gone in there. I've this is only my second time going in, and both t- the first time I went was on a Friday night, like prime time peak hours, like six o'clock, six thirty. I was the only one in there. And then I went the other day on Wednesday, and I was the only one in there. And it's, uh, you know, and they, as a result, they have everything I want because they're not being uh, bombarded with people. And uh, I kind of like that. I think that's what it's just going to look like. That's what they're all going to look like in a few years because there's just going to be so many. The demand will continue to rise, but the the supply will as well, and the number of locations will continue to increase, and more and more states will have taffy shops. Uh, you know, not all of them. The ones that you could imagine, they're, they're never going to have that because, you know, I don't know, Jesus says it's wrong or something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's real nice, and they had all the flavors. The Massachusetts Sunrise is hard. It's a tough flavor to come by. They don't always have a full inventory of that, so I was happy to find that. And uh, you know, that's that's the thing that's keeping me going. I think <laughs> medication too, but uh, you know, the other the other stuff ain't ain't so bad. Anyway, all right, is that enough? Oh, it's an hour and ten minutes. I think wasn't I was I going to talk about Tua, or did I already talk about him? Either way, the fucking guy shouldn't have been playing last night at all. And probably a good portion of Sunday should not have been playing. And that's just, oh, it's just fucking, it's just sick. It really kind of, like, and then when I think about, like, all these wrestlers who are dead, you know, the wrestlers who are wrestling today who are in their 20s and 30s and even 40s right now, those guys and girls are probably going to live very long lives. The kids who are growing up on the wrestlers of today are probably not going to go through what people my age went through, which was every <laughs> a couple times a year uh, going on to a, a wrestling news site and finding out that one of your favorites had passed away. And, oh, my gosh, starting in 1997 with Brian Pillman and then Owen Hart, and, and, and then it just – and then it was just like 
the floodgates were open. And then it was just like another after another, you know, Mr. Perfect and Eddie Guerrero and uh, I don't know, the big boss man and the Legion of Doom, Hawk from Legion of Doom. And my God, it just, <laughs> just one after another, after another, uh, you know, Yokozuna, uh, yeah, British Bulldog, uh, Road Warriors, The Boss Man, Mr. Perfect, Dusty Rhodes, Roddy Roddy Piper, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Macho Man, Ravishing Rick Rude. Then I'm going out of order, but just like so fucking many. And they just, you know, they were dropping like flies. And there's so few uh, of those guys left who were, you know, big in the 80s. And they all, because they all just, you know, they worked hurt. You get, you have a concussion. And they used to say, oh, he got his bell rung. <laughs> and they would literally say, like, yeah, you do. You see, you know, stars or birds or whatever kind of spinning or like a Looney Tune cartoon. And, and it's just like, all right, well, you know, sit sit out for a few plays, uh, you know, put some ice on it or whatever. Take a, here's a pill, here's a this. And then, you know, you shake it off and you go out. And this is like... Wow, the the uh, the degree to which that's just fucked up everybody is like we're we're really we're still we have a very good understanding of that now, but even uh, even fifteen years ago it was not even close, and and you know so much more is being done, which is good in the wrestling industry. The NFL, I mean NFL is, of course you've got <laughs> you've got a kickoff and you've got a bunch of people running as fast as they can towards each other. And the intent is I'm going to knock you on your, <laughs> on your ass so that you can't get the football so that my guy can. Uh, and then we can I – mean, it's just, of course, you know, yes, they have helmets, they have pads, all of that. But, yeah, of course you're going to have these things happen. And just watching uh, watching such irresponsibility uh, with Tua on Sunday going back in and then playing last night and then getting dropped on his head – and watching his fingers, uh, you know, bend and you know in ways that they shouldn't have been, and that's that's a classic. Yeah, you have a concussion, neurological sort of thing that happens. Oh, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully he's okay. He's a, uh, you know, in addition to being a good player, he's a likable guy. But nevertheless, he's a person, so you don't want to see that happen, no matter what. Even if he was an asshole. It's like, eh, that's, you know, nobody should. But anyway, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it's fairly minor. Head and neck injuries taken to hospital. QB is conscious, has movement in all extremities. Team says he was released and flew back to Miami. That's good. But, you know, I, I, who knows when he'll be. I, I, I don't know. But it's just like, ah, oh, that shit is fucking scary. Uh, anyway, and yeah, somebody, as, as Stephen A. Smith was saying, somebody's got to be fired for the, yeah, probably, and I'm uh, saying probably uh, whoever the fucking medical genius was that let him go onto the field, not just Sunday, but last night on the Thursday game, so anyway, my prediction, I said the Dolphins would beat the Bengals, that did not happen, uh, I think it might have had a better chance if you had a healthy Tua, but nevertheless, uh, and that's, you know, you take out the concussions and that horrible stuff. Um, football is, that's why football is so popular. 
unlike baseball, basketball, hockey, where you've got a million games, if you miss a game, if you miss like two weeks worth of games, who cares? There's going to be a million more games. Uh, in football, if you miss two weeks worth of games, you know, you've missed a big chunk. You've missed a chunk of the season. And, uh, and, and, and it's, and, and what's crazy is, you know, you, you got a team, teams lose two games, especially the first two games of the season. It's like, yeah, they're done. You lose three games. The first three games is like, uh, you're, they're finished. No chance. Yes, some 0-3 teams do get to the playoffs. None of them get past the wild card round. Uh, so the, the, the very thought of the Cincinnati Bengals going to the playoffs at all, let alone winning a game, let alone getting back to the Super Bowl, it's pretty unlikely. But, you know, that's the goddamn thing about football. Maybe this will be the first team to do it. Who knows? And, you know, parity, as they call it. Like, now the Dolphins are no longer an undefeated team. And only, I think, Philadelphia remains as the only team that's undefeated <laughs> in the National Football League. And so we wa- we're, people are going to watch a fucking Jacksonville Jaguars game on Sunday to see if the Eagles remain undefeated or if the Jags uh, pull out a win. And then there'll be no undefeated teams left. And that's only week four. And that's what's so great is they're all so evenly matched. And the term, you know, the phrase, any given Sunday – and it's true because on any given Sunday, uh, the best team in the league can lose to the worst team in the league. Um, and it's that's that's a lot of that that that's what makes it so fun. And here are the Dolphins, you know, dominating uh, all these teams, and then getting to the Bengals who haven't won a game, and then the Bengals uh, pick up a nice little win. Yeah, not under the oh, I guess the Bengals did have one one win. That's right. They they beat uh, whoever the fuck. Who did they beat? Pittsburgh. I don't even. Who cares? Anyway. Uh, but that's that's what makes it so exciting. And there's only there's only so many weeks to watch these games. Uh, and so I'm. Well, I, I only one of the games that I picked for the week has happened, and I was wrong on that one. Let's. Usually when I get the Thursday night game wrong, I do pretty well on the rest of the game. So hopefully that's the case. And I've just picked them all correctly, but we'll see. All right, we're way over here on this Friday edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. I got to go get a quick lunch before it's back to, you know, all the all the crazy shit. Uh, the, 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 the idiot PM uh, now has COVID. <laughs> As we're heading into... The, like the most busy to end. What are you going to do? COVID's it's coming for us all. But I am, I, uh, it looks like there's a new booster, which is good. I mean, it's time, it's, it's the time of the year. Got to get out there and get those flu shots. Got to get those booster shots and uh, hopefully not get COVID. Yeah. And now it's like, now you hear all these people. They're on their fourth or fifth time of COVID, and that's when it's like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to die. Oh, it's so much worse now. It's like, first of all, Jesus Christ, five? You're on your fifth round of COVID? (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Are you, like, going into labs and just drinking vials that are filled with COVID? Like, what the fuck? Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not that crazy, but like, Jesus Christ, it's, it's not even been around for three years and you've got, okay, well, whatever. Uh, so fine. 
Um, but yeah, they, you keep hearing, and that's the thing. Not enough people got vaccinated, and they're still not going to. And that's what sucks, man. Like, you've got these imbeciles who won't get vaccinated because of, uh, you know, the infringement on the liberties. And, uh, and, then, and then COVID sticks around, and they're like, eh, see, all the scientists and doctors, they all said that uh, if we got vaccinated, we get rid of COVID. Oh, it's still around. Yeah, jackass, because you didn't get vaccinated and a bunch of other knuckleheads just like you. Go get the fucking vaccine. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. I, this is the problem I have. There's just there's a, girl, there's a girl out walking her dog. The window's not even open like it was the other day when that guy. She just went clear across the street. I don't even have the windows open. I'm just so loud. Like she, as soon as I just said that, she turned around and looked in. Like, and there I am, t-shirt and my uh, my undies. <laughs> Luckily, there's stuff in the way that she would. There's no way she would know that I'm in my undies. But it's boxer shorts. It's not like I'm not walking around in a thong. As much as I'd like to be. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah. Sorry. Carry on. And she's, I, I see her walk past the window all the time. And she has the same, she will walk past the window and just go around the building. This is the first time I've ever seen her cross the street. Oh, she's, I don't even see. She's nowhere to be seen. I just, oh God. Sorry. Should I open the window and just yell, sorry? That would not freak anybody out. <sighs> COVID. Oh, yeah. You know, you fucking, you wouldn't get the vaccine. All the other numbskulls wouldn't get the vaccine. So guess what happens? Goddamn COVID, it sticks around. And whatever strains of COVID we did fight off with the vaccine, there's still enough of it left. It's just going to, there's so much of it still out there because there's so many people not vaccinated. And it's just going to mutate into a different form. You know, it's going to take on a different, and it might be stronger it might be weaker it might be weaker but more contagious or it might be stronger and less contagious or it's going to figure out a way to really do damage to kids which all the numbskulls for the last three it doesn't hurt kids at all we should take off those masks and send them back to school so i can see all the kids smiling oh really so are you down with like universal health care so like kids no matter what their situation is they can all go to the doctor and their parents don't have to whoa 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 i'm not looking to have no socialism over here oh god damn it and then you've got oh forget it we could we could we'll go all day about this and then that piece of shit that walking garbage dump desantis who spent how many millions of dollars did he spend tricking people to get on a plane saying that they were going to go to Boston and there'd be jobs and stuff waiting. He fucking human trafficking is what, what you would actually call that. Uh, Cause that's exactly what it is. Mm. I mean, can you imagine like this guy's the governor of the state of Florida and he tricked people into getting on an airplane and then he flew that airplane to Martha's Vineyard as a political stunt, one of the most liberal places in one of the most liberal area regions, 
to try and do like a gotcha thing. And then guess what happened? They got there and a bunch of people came out and said, what, really? There's a bunch of people that were just dropped off from an airplane and like it just it landed here and they're like very confused and they were told they were going to go to Boston and get jobs and get this and get that. And and it was a complete fucking farce. Let's go help them. Let's give them, you know, let's take them. And then and, and they did. And it's, you know, the whole thing blew up in his face because now he's a human trafficker. He just wasted millions, millions of dollars on this thing that was nothing more than a political stunt. But you know what? He probably, he's probably risen in popularity with the kind of fucking piece of shit that would vote for a guy like that. Which you are, if you if if you are planning to uh, support this DeSantis in any way, like yeah, you're kind of a you're piece, not kind of you're a piece of shit, because he's a full like there's no room for like well, he does some bad stuff, but he also no he's just a piece of shit, uh, because then he goes and then he begs Biden, oh, give us give us the funds now, release those federal oh, but uh, you're so you're against socialism, but you want. Money to help people who otherwise don't have the means. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, which they should get, no matter who the governor is. Uh, people who have lost their homes and so much else, uh, and there's huge cleanup and repairs and there's all all kinds of stuff that needs to be. Of course, they should get all that money to fix everything. Uh, <laughs> it's just, boy, you'd have about what twelve, sixteen million dollars more. Uh, if your governor wasn't such a racist piece of shit, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like, boy, I, it's kind of funny, right? Like you think, oh, how could it get any worse than whatever? <laughs> how could we have a president who's any stupider than a guy like W. Bush? Oh, <laughs> here comes 2016. And it's like, Jesus, how could you have anybody who was worse than this fucking Trump guy? He's just a fucking asshole. Ah, here comes the governor of Florida, and here comes the governor of Texas, and here comes the crazy congresswoman from Georgia. Oh, the family values uh, lady, you know, who doesn't want, uh, just like uh, DeSantos, doesn't want anybody uh, to be gay or say that they're gay in Florida, or he'll lock them up. Uh, and then this crazy bitch, uh, Margie, talking about, uh, oh, the, you know, uh, the, the, the LGBTQ plus agenda is, it's, it's destroying the American family. It's destroy. That's a whole thing. I'm not going to unbox that statement anyways. Uh, and she's, she is a cunt. DeSantis is a cunt too, just so you don't think I'm being sexist. There's, there's nothing but cunts in that party. There's a lot of cunts in the Democratic Party. I would glad, more than happy to admit that. Uh, they're not even on the on the same cunt level as the cunts in the fucking Republican or whatever you want to call it. The fucking what is it like the neo neo Nazi party uh, and this and this piece of shit who's like they say christian nationalism is bad whoa 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 and you're saying it's good okay and the family values with the lgbt destroying family values and meanwhile she's her husband filed for divorce irreconcilable differences uh probably i'm sure he's a piece of shit too but he probably looked at her and was like whoa 
bitch, you're like, this is fucking, there's deep end. And then there's like, I don't know where you are out in the middle of like the ocean, the QAnon ocean. Um, anyway, <sighs> what the hell does that have to do with anything? Didn't I I think I said like five times in the last 90 minutes of this thing that I was going to go. So now I really am going to go. Uh, now that I've just, I, I try not to go to the political thing because it's a, it's too easy. B it's like, I know, I know because if I'm, it's funny, I don't know about you, but if I'm around, like if I hear, if my wife is watching something on her phone and I hear, you know, whatever Trump's voice or Margie's voice or the fucking, uh, Mr. Nice guy, DeSantis, or any of these fuckheads, I just, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then, and then it's just so funny, right? Like, uh, you know, my parents, my in-laws, my wife, my whole family, you know, we all feel the same politically. So getting together and then it's, it's almost like we're fighting, even though we're not fighting with each other, we're invite, we're fighting against like this invisible, uh, you know, person. That, I can't believe it did that. And this, this. And I just, oh, just, it's like we're wasting our breath. We're wasting our energy. We're wasting our time. Yeah, they're all pieces of shit. And we all agree on that. So what are we doing here? Talking, we could spend all day talking about it. But guess what? We have a finite amount of hours on this planet. And, uh, you know, the since the since we all, you know, popped out of our mom's vaginas, uh, or or buttholes if you're a conservative and you <laughs> when we came slip sliding out of the <laughs> oh, forget it uh you know that's the window is closing from from that moment on right you're born and then from that moment on we're all we're all headed towards death i don't like to think of it that way but it's it's not false um and so I say, why are we, you know, I'll get on the phone with my dad and we'll talk about, you know, this and that and it's something, something will come up and then he just goes off and on about the, and I, I agree with everything he's saying, but it's like, okay, I know, I know, I know, but let's talk, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't live near each other. Can we, let's, we all feel the same way politically. Let's talk about like, want me to tell you some stuff about like the kids or you can tell me what you did today and uh, tell me about Orange Theory and tell me about, you know, I'd much rather do that. And, and it's one of the, la- the last Christmas that we had with my family before uh, COVID. And then we didn't get to have the following Christmas with them. I remember we were all standing in the kitchen and the whole family's there and screaming and yelling about, about Trump and about this one. And uh, yeah, I just kind of turned to my brother-in-law. I'm like, man... I'm like we've we've got a limited amount of time on this planet, and it seems, and even more limited considering we don't live near each other. Uh, this seems like a a horrendous, a, a tremendous waste of time to sit here arguing. Uh, but we're not arguing because we all feel the same way. We're just like, yeah. And maybe that's me. I have a podcast, so I get to yell about that stuff, and nobody can stop me. And so then, when it comes time for other people to yell about it, I'm just like, no, no. And I kind of feel bad. It's like, well, who are they going to complain to? And, but I, uh, it's exhausting. It's all very exhausting. (sighs) Is there anything else to talk about? Probably. You know what? I I do have one other thing to say. I, I spend some amount of time on the podcast, uh, shitting on people who drive BMWs, uh, 
I spend a lot more time in real life shitting on them because when I see them on the road, I'm just like, yeah, look at that. Here comes a BMW. Something douchey's about to happen. And they're the one, you know, of all the uh, of all the quote luxury cars, the BMW is most likely to have custom license plates, and they're all guaranteed to have something stupid. I think I've told you about the one I've seen a few times. It says. Uh, it's like WRK number four, it, work for it. <sighs> Motherfucker, you're not working harder than anybody else. You just uh, you just chose to spend your money on this car. Like you, you worked for it and what, the guy driving a Hyundai isn't working for it? Like, come on, man. Mm. Like, what a piece of crap. It's probably somebody who's like one of those, I did it all myself and my bootstraps. And the and the giant loan my parents gave me, and you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, man, I used to say that shit when I was dumber. Like, you know, in some ways, I've made a lot of stuff happen on my own because I went into an industry uh, completely foreign to me that I had no knowledge of, that I had no skills. Uh, I had a piece of paper with three letters on it that said MBA. Actually, I don't even have that piece of paper because I still have yet to get my diploma because I just don't fucking care. I have my transcripts that say graduated and the date. That's good enough for me. Like unless I'm a doctor or something where somebody would want to come in and make sure that I have credentials. It's like, who cares? Where am I going to put this? A fucking framed picture of a piece of paper that says that I got an MBA? I, I didn't care 16 years ago when I got it, and I don't care today, and I will probably never have that thing. And it's so funny because talking to somebody uh, recently who was just a complete shock and disbelief that I wouldn't have that and display it everywhere for the whole world to see. And it's like, yeah, because it's it doesn't mean enough to me to put it on a wall. Like on the wall, you know, I have I have pictures of mostly of my wife and me and my kid, mostly my kids, some pictures with us in it too. But like that's what means something to me. Next to my desk, I mean, Jesus Christ, I've got a I've got a poster of a, the the outside of the house, Griswold House from Christmas Vacation. Uh, I've got two framed uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, they were they were inserts that came with a box set, a live in Vegas Sinatra box set. You know Frank Sinatra at the Copa Room, uh, and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they're both Frank Sinatra at the Copa Room in Las Vegas. And those are those are very special to me because a I love Frank Sinatra. B my grandmother loved Frank Sinatra. We listened to Frankie all the time together. We'd go over to her house and play. You know I'd put on some Sinatra, or if we took her out to dinner or something, I'd put on Sinatra. Uh, you know, whatever whatever the case. Oh, here comes here comes the dog girl. I better keep my voice down so I don't scare her again. She's walking past the window. Oh, but just for fun, I kind of, oh, my God, she's standing right outside the window. She's standing right fucking there. Oh, because the dog took a shit. She's bending over and picking up his shit. Okay, well, now she's gone. Anyway, uh, so and, and these framed inserts that came with the CD box set, my wonderful wife surprised me one day. This was like right after, shortly after we got married. I came home one day, and these two inserts from the CD box set were in a nice 
matted in a nice, two nice picture frames. And I thought that was like the coolest thing. It was such a sweet, thoughtful thing. I love these. I just, and I love to look at them. And uh, yeah, two shows nightly, 8.15 and midnight. And then this other one, uh, Danny Thomas. Oh, April 29th to May 19th, Danny Thomas, Frank Sinatra, Buddy Lester, Red Norvo, Antonio Morelli and his music, The Exciting Copa Girls, choreography, blah, 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 blah. Two shows nightly, 8.15 p.m. and 12 midnight. Three shows Saturday and Sunday, 8.15 p.m., 12 midnight, and 2.15 a.m. For all the, uh, you know, all the gamblers to uh, to come in and, you know, after a, a night, uh, you know, they're boozing all night. And then they're like, hey, it's 2 in the morning. Let's go see Sinatra at the Copa Room. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking... Uh, and I have those, you know, that's one of my favorite albums the rat pack live in vegas sinatra live in vegas it's just like uh, i oh i wish if i could just have been just for one of those shows it would have been so fun anyway those two things mean more to me than my diploma there's a picture that was from my grandparents house that they commissioned uh somebody in their neighborhood i think would just go around and you know they were friends and did those uh those little pencil pencil drawings of of the the front of the house, Marcy Reed Slot. It's either a really tall C or that's an L. Marcy Reed Scott, right? Marcy Reed Slot. Uh, anyway, it's just a pencil drawing of my grandparents' house, and it just sometimes I'll just look up at it and it makes me happy. Uh, those those are the things. So that's what I said. I don't like. What am I going to do? If I had my diploma, even my undergrad, I don't have, I think I got that and had a framed, I feel like somewhere, and I couldn't fucking tell you where it is, and nor do I care. I just don't care. Like, what am what? Oh, here's the diploma that I used to uh, get my foot in the door at Stewart's, making eight fifty an hour pumping gas, <laughs> serving milkshakes to assholes. Uh, yay. You can have this too, and all the debt that comes with it. Although my undergrad doesn't really carry a ton of debt, that was pretty inexpensive. It's that goddamn grad school. But anyway, uh, yeah, this has never been a thing that I I care about. What is that? What? Why am I even talking? I, I don't even know. I don't even remember. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> no idea. Oh, so yeah. So I, I guess is that like the hard work stuff? I suppose. Is that what we were talking about? The BMW drivers, you know, work for like I worked my ass off. Most people have, honestly, even though, uh, you know, there's certain generations that would like you to think that they worked harder than everybody and the younger generation is lazy and all that stuff. Yeah, well, mm, mm, Skittles. Everybody works pretty hard. Um, I don't know. But. This morning I was conflicted because I always tell the kids, like, you can tell you can tell when people are better than other people because they drive a Mercedes, and that's how you know. <laughs> I, I can't believe I, I say this to my kids. And obviously they're very smart people. They know I'm fucking with them. But um, I'm like, kids, just remember, if you see somebody driving a Mercedes, that tells you that they're classier than the rest. They're better than than others and then my youngest my youngest will say no 
That's how you know they're a loser. Because <laughs> only losers drive Mercedes. <laughs> um, and I will say, like, yeah. And then douchebags drive BMWs. And as they all have those stupid license plates. And and the Mercedes driver, you know, the phrase, act like you've been there before. That's that's most other luxury car drivers. Not just Mercedes, Lexus, any of them. Act like you've been there before, and they have. And the BMW people are just, you know, they're fucking lunatics. Did I tell you, when we first moved here, there was a girl down the hall. Very sweet kid. Uh, you know, and she was a lawyer, and she had Georgetown law you know all that stuff on their back of her car and uh and which i which was a bmw <laughs> and uh her daughter oh my god her dog's name was beamer and i i said oh, are you fucking serious you name this asshole beamer come on man be better than that <laughs> anyway all right, I got to run, but yeah. Oh, but so this morning I came out of the goddamn car wash. Or no, I was going to the car wash. Huge line of traffic because it's it's eight and it's, you know, it's rush hour time. So there's a big line of traffic and nobody was letting me in to just take a left turn. The oncoming lane was a huge line of traffic and they could have, any of them could have just stopped and let me in. I'm like, you fucking pieces of shit. And then this nice car stopped. And waved me in, and I waved, thank you. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, God damn it, he's driving a BMW. Well, that ruins everything, because that was a nice gesture. You're supposed to be acting like a douchebag. Stop this. Surely you must just be borrowing this car from your douchey friend or relative. <laughs> and you had no other choice. Uh, anyway, God damn. Ah, uh, that's it. That's all. I think now I, I'm, I'm officially, but I was conflicted with that, that because I'm like, I can't, why, why are you, you're ruining my whole day. Of all the cars to let me in a BMW, come on, we're sworn enemies because I drive a, a good classy car and you drive a piece of crap. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> all right, now it's definitely time to go. Uh, now that there's nobody left to offend. <laughs> uh, BMW is a great car, lovely car. Everybody loves a good. They're nice. They're nice. It's it's all it's all good. Uh, yeah, that's all. Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Get some merch. Help a fella out. Because <laughs> I still have to pay for this MBA that I don't even have a, a piece of paper to show for it. Uh, so go get some merch and. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. I don't know when we'll talk next. Possibly, I think next might be the, some football stuff for next week. And, uh, you know, recapping this weekend's games, see how they go. And that's going to be pretty busy for a while. So it might be, might be a little radio silence for a bit. But don't worry. I always come back and we'll always have more Birthday Boy podcasts uh, right here on the Birthday Boy Radio Network. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. Oh, I thought it said Jeff Bezos files to divorce new husband. I was like, whoa, what did I miss? His ex is filing to divorce new That was awfully quick, wasn't it? Who cares? All right, thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday. 
uh, do great things over the weekend. It's going to be cold and rainy on Saturday, which I'm okay with that because uh, we'll put up some Halloween decorations and I'm probably just going to be doing work anyways. So that's all, gang. Have fun. Enjoy your weekend. And we will indeed talk again soon here on our Birthday Boy podcast. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Tell your friends, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.